2: The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via Rapid participating restaurants 18 plus rewards registration required points only on menu items delivery free in term supply see McDonald's.com
3: Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time injury time injury time knockout takes Almunia says knockout follows in Almunia says
4: pete here sorry about this twitter space my uh my phone kept uh, giving out for for whatever reason uh elon musk's twitter and my phone were not having a happy day so justin flies in and tries to help out thanks so much for everybody who took part and everybody's patience we've edited this to try to take out a large amount of the lumpiness that was involved but anyway it's the twitter spaces as ever it's your opinions that matter and hopefully that's what we try to bring you cheers guys see you soon first 45 seemed organized and seemed to be working. Second half went awry. For me, especially after the subs, and especially I thought we missed the calmness of what we see from Jake Livermore once he was absent and off the pitch. What do we make of the uh, of the subs? What do we make of the two halves? What do we make of the performances overall? Yeah, uh, R- R- Rajevic for Bio, you know, Rajevic doesn't give us a lot as we've always, as we've said for a long time, other than goals, which is no, you know, no bad thing to have. But Bio didn't really change anything for us until we conceded that goal in the 75th minute where we simply just. Too happy to to sit and take a, a draw and only kind of get into first gear once once we'd gone a goal behind. You let me know. You let me know what you think. What did you make of the individual performances back in the starting eleven, but also removed when the game kind of went on against us? But was that us getting worse, or was that Leicester improving? Was it a combination of the two? Shrewsbury Hall, for me, in the middle of their midfield, just ran the show. Even without the absent through uh, suspension, Harry Winks, I mean, Leicester have got a midfield to rival anyone in this division. So, you know, we can see that they're they're stronger than where we were when once we'd just come down. And then, obviously, finally, it finishes 2-0. Obviously, Daniel Backman, red card for a second yellow. It does ask the questions also about both the refereeing. Was that an eight-booking game? Really? But also are captains either his timing for the challenge or his decision-making to, you know, kind of challenge for that in the last, literally in the last knockings when uh, when it was there. But, you know, what do you think? What do you think of that? What does it mean for the Norwich game? And will we be weaker as a result? Or are people looking forward to Hamer coming back in again? Because obviously with Backman, there were rumours that he might be out for a period. Well, he's out for a game now with two yellows for certain. So there we go. Look, guys, anything that you want to talk about, then as ever, you set the opinion, you set the tone, you set the... Uh, the conversation, but obviously Leicester 2 Watford nil, will be the first order of the day. Let's quickly nip across because I know he likes to wait in his car to come and talk to us, but then he is at the King Power. So uh, let's get Mr. Wendover in so that he can then start his journey southbound uh, thereafter. Greg, sir. Hello, mate. Hello, mate. How was your day at the King Power? Because obviously it's it's more than just a football match. And what did you make of proceedings?
1: Yeah, look, I think we played quite well, you know. Uh, I know it sounds silly because we've lost 2-0. But certainly first half, I thought we played well. I'm not too upset, personally. I'm not too upset. I feel the game did change. And I text you, Pete. I think it changed the moment Jake Livermore went off, personally. He has got that something in the midfield. He's captain in all but name, yeah. He, he's a captain out there in all but name, and he's got. He, he can stop and he can break things up and he can direct. We are crying out in. He's obviously hasn't got the legs to do 90, 90 minutes, ninety minutes, and they were obviously potentially thinking about Tuesday nights. We have got to in January go and get a Jake Livermore. You know, twenty twenty four model to have there also in the squad because we haven't really got another one in my opinion that does what he does. But other than that, you know, I I thought we did all. I thought we did all right. Yeah, I think the skipper has got a bad temperament. We know that. You know, he he, he darted out of goal for the first booking and got got. Got done for dissent. We talk about the captain is the one that is allowed to talk to the ref. Well, it's of ov- uh-huh. it just it just makes it so obvious. It's wrong to have him captain, but I don't think that's a major thing because I say Jake Livermore is all but it on the pitch anyway. But uh, yeah, his temperament is appalling, isn't it?
4: Let's get to Rich in the meantime. Who's who's there as ever, guys? Anything that you want to say about you know? It's been two weeks without football. We're back. Yes, last time. After the international break, we went uh, six games unbeaten. Obviously, that run comes to an end. But what positives can we take out today? Do we think realistically about, you know, everything going on, Rich?
5: I'm all right, boys. How are you doing? You well? Good. I'm all right, mate. Thank you. Very good. Good. Okay. I'm not happy. So there you go. I'll I'll be quite honest with you. If you're a Watford fan and you're traveling to Leicester today and you're happy that we've sat and camped in our half and tried to defend against the the top-of-the-table team and did it for a while okay, then fair enough. I get that. I've seen lots of games like that over the years and you take that to a point. But you've got to come out with a game with something. We've not attacked that team at all. Leicester are on a two-game winless run. Doesn't mean a lot, I know. They've got their best midfielder not playing today. You've got a little opportunity to have a go. And we have got, centre-forward in Reykjavik, I can't use the word centre-forward, sorry, I like a striker. I think he's dreadful. He's a terrible striker. He offers absolutely nothing. He's running around lost. Then you've got at the other end of the spectrum, you've got Porteous, who frightens the absolute life out of me. An accident waiting to happen. And then to just to put the icing on the cake for the spine of the team, you've got Mr. Backman. Disgraceful. I mean, running the whole length of the pitch practically to get a book in and then falling for Jamie Vardy's usual trick that most of us saw coming and getting himself sent off. I don't want that man anywhere near my team anymore. I don't want him as captain as my club, you know, if we've got to take hammer, sod it, take hammer. I don't bloody care anymore. I'm sick and tired of the he's useless. He offers nothing to the team and I'm fed up with it. I'm fed up of watching it. We need a proper captain in that team. Yes, right, Greg, and I do agree with Greg who are all very well saying Livermore's on the pitch. Livermore should be captain and he should be given the armband. And he should be allowed to control. Yes, the referee was crap. No way he was at an eight game eight game eight bookings game today. And Mm. I totally get that as well. But then we go to the manager and we think, well, have a bit of spine about you. Have a bit of beef about you. And you're not going to hark back to the Graham Taylors and that this day, but Christ almighty, even Slavin Johanovich and people like that, they'd have had a bloody go today. We take to the 83rd minute to bring Martins on the pitch. Esprilia, not much, much earlier. We've got Ince and Simmer on the wings doing nothing all game. You know, you know, pushes Simmer back to left back when he brings Lewis off. What a waste of time. Did Inks actually touch the ball today? I can't remember. And I like Inks. So I ain't got a problem. I'm not pinning him out, but he's at the latter part of his career. And we've got Martin sitting on the bench doing nothing. Kone doesn't start the game. You know, what's loser given to the game today apart from getting himself booked? I didn't see him do anything at all. And then you look at the manager as well, and, you, and he just doesn't learn about defending zonal marking. Again, is cost, is costing us, you know, and you know even the first goal, you know, Backman pushes the ball out, pushes the ball over the bar, not straight to Jamie Vardy's feet. He'd already given us a, an open goal miss. I just get so frustrated when I, I listen to Watford fans and read Watford fans that are sort of uh, acceptance that going to a place like Leicester and coming away with a 2-0 loss is sort of, okay, well, it was Leicester and we did all we could. Well, I don't think we did. You know, have a bit of balls about you. Have a bit of an attacking mind about you. As I said, Leicester on the back of two defeats on the trot. They got their best midfield player, Harry Winks, not playing today. They had Vardy sitting on the bench for long periods of the game, and we never once really looked to attack. And we don't have the we don't we don't have the resources or the strikers to, to do it. And then the manager has your best players sitting on the bench, getting cold. And I just don't get it. And yeah, it's a bit of shape, you know, for a point. But, you know, if you're, if you're trying to stop a team winning, try and actually win the game. And that that's all I ask. I don't mind losing 5-5-1 five, five, if we've had a bloody go or 4-0 having a go. We've lost 2-0 with a whimper. Absolute whimper. That goalkeeper has not had a shot of any note to save. I mean, if you call him Portia's shot at the end there, a shot, then... That's it. He's not had a. He's not had to extend himself. I mean, he he played practically centre forward, their goalkeeper as it was. I mean, that that's how much we put him under pressure. I don't know. I just don't understand what people want. I just think it was poor today. Perhaps I'm just having a, a, a bad day, but I just thought hey, it was rubbish.
2: <laughs> it's your opinion, mate. That's why we're here. We're here yeah. to take opinions. So that's yeah. you know that's what you think, mate. That's what you think. Are you yeah. going on Tuesday night? <laughs>
5: Well, I'm seasoned to get older, so I'll probably be there as, as we as I always have been for about forty odd years. but am yeah. I looking forward to it? Am I thinking, yeah, I'm excited, no, I'm not because Valerie and Schmals teams don't excite me. I think he's a functional coach that gets by, and I just I want to see my team have a go and attack teams and be excited and have wingers that cross the ball. Have we crossed the ball once the after, this afternoon in the air to, across to the centre forward that let's all, all that we already know is literally just a, a chess piece that just stands there and the ball will hit him on the head and go in if he's in, if he gets the ball over on, into the penalty box because he does sweet fa. Other than that, and we don't even look to do that and. You know, I want to see a bit of excitement. I want to see players that stretch their legs. I want to see people like Kone and Martins and a bit of energy in the team. And I'm having to watch uh, Blessing Paul Lintz and, you know, and Luzu who doesn't give a (laughs) flying, flying whatever about Watford Football Club. And then you've got this pathetic captain and in the goalkeeper I, it just frustrates the life out of me and yeah disappointed and uh, perhaps I know too many Leicester people that's why I'm probably a bit more up, upset today than I normally would be because <laughs> I, I know a lot of Leicester fans and and they're all going to be sitting there today and thinking no you didn't even give us even have a go at us did you and we didn't and that's what pisses me off the most I can hear
2: your frustration. I'm sure, sure you can. Definitely I'm sure hear you your can. frustration. All right. Well, listen. <laughs> always good to hear and from you, Rich. Brother. Hopefully, we'll catch up on Tuesday. We will. Nice one. All right. Are you still around? I am back. I,
4: I'm back in again. Can there. I hand, so can uh, I
2: hand back uh, to you then, mate. And uh, well, well <laughs>
4: why? Well, why not? Just hang around there because who knows if uh,
2: I, I do To apologise, everybody.
4: Uh, you know, Twitter sometimes does that to us. But hey, thank you so much for sticking with us, and Justin, thank you for jumping in uh, there. And right, cheers, mate. Rich. You know, I mean, no you know, Rich there, knowing people from Leicester, normally he gets that if we get the wrong end of a result of QPR. That's just another one that, that he's not keen on. Let's see if we can get – Katie, we'll come to you in a second. Let's see if we can get Wendover back in. Greg, are you there, sir? Because I don't know if you ducked out because of me or you. Are you there, sir? Hello, mate. There you go. There you are. Thank you, mate. Sorry. Been having all sorts of gremlins. Yeah, no here, worries.
1: So- I'm just ne- negotiating <laughs> the traffic in Leicester and it's bloody busy. We know how you like a bus lane oh, in the middle of Southend the Bus lane at the moment, but I mean, I am actually in the wrong lane about, about to cut that's... cut somebody up. But there's no problem.
4: <laughs> if you can't find the bus lane, you're probably yeah, in yeah, it. So that's I've got up
1: the wrong, wrong lane, and I'm going to cut somebody up in a bit at the last minute. But you know, that's the type of that's the type of guy I am.
4: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You, you're going your own way and sod everybody. Yeah, look- so you were. You- you thought overall, okay, missed Livermore. You want
1: something, you want a viable alternative. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. You, you know, we weren't far away f- from a good away point, really. We weren't far away, and I think we would have got it if Livermore remained under pitch, you know? I hear Rich, you know, and I get what he's saying about R- R- Reyovich. I get that. And outside of the box, he is hopeless, but you can't knock him if you look at his minutes per goal ratio in the division he's top you know so yeah you know yeah you can't, obviously you can't knock obviously that. he
4: he had that chance in the first half yes. which unfortunately came to his right foot and he does have the two proverbial left feet yeah in that regard which is a shame obviously and we as you say you can't knock him for chances to goal ratio or minutes to goal ratio it's just you know when you're up against Leicester as we were and especially earlier on in the first half or sorry in the second half I should say and it was clear and apparent that we we just couldn't get any form of possession no, whatsoever no. And, I, and I appreciate the bio didn't make a huge difference until we conceded a goal and and then suddenly we seem to be able to kind of, you know, maybe Leicester had a little bit more of, right, okay, we've got the goal now, we have to kind of sit back yeah. a little bit and defend, you know, perhaps, who knows. But it just seemed it seemed an odd alteration to make to take out the solidity in the midfield. That that seemed particularly odd. What did you think of Porteous, who, who I don't think we can, you know, basically... He's only played uh, in goal for about thirty-five seconds, and he's conceded a goal. So we don't want him there again. But what did we
1: think of him at centre back today? Did not think he was too bad? I thought his distribution could have been better. Why does he go to ground so often? You know, he goes to ground in normal, nearly every tackle he makes. I'm not a massive knocker of Porteous. I think he's all right. Uh-huh. I think he's all right. I don't think he's the potential world beater that we initially thought he was going to be. The name Portois has caught on, by the way. Uh, a few people were calling him <laughs> Portoir today, so uh, I quite like that Portois.
4: There you go. That's ended. That's yeah, that you yeah, he yeah. know he's going to that, be. Li-
1: that's been going around. I thought we were all right, you know, Pete. I thought we were all right. Imran loser could do one, as far as I'm concerned. He could do one because he don't want to be here. And I thought first, you know, if anybody did have a poor show in the first half, I didn't think he was great. Yeah, let him go. Just cash in whatever you can get for him in January. Let him go. Yeah, it's it's one of them, Pete. You know, I don't think our season is going to be judged on what happens away at Leicester. Um, Tuesday night is, you know, not more important, but Tuesday night is where we've got to be picking some points up um and actually if I'm honest with you I want that impressed with Leicester they were all right but you know they were all right they improved when Vardy came on i didn't see it was it a dive by vardy or did batman clip him
4: you know i I'm, I'm never one to get in in the way of somebody's dislike of jamie vardy but uh, no i think he, i think it was uh, it was bad timing on on, on batman's part you know realistically He's, you know, he's walking in the box. We're still only one goal behind. He's got to make a challenge at that. But if you're going to do, if you're going to do so, you have to make it right. Or it's his game set and soldiers. And you are then taking the impact of this game into the next game because he was on a yellow. So yeah, it it was unfortunate. I think it was ill-judged, but no, I wouldn't be looking at Vardy, you know, it, it suspiciously. I, I, you know, I I think for me, the referee kind of affected it. What was the view inside the ground of uh, of the referee's performance? And did it feel like a an eight-booking
1: game? Yeah, it certainly didn't. I thought the referee was appalling. Whistle happy and card happy. Yeah, it was not an eight-card game. Let But let's face it, Pete, the standard of refereeing overall in this division ain't great, is it? It's not great. That was a below par even for the champion standard of, of refereeing performance, without a doubt you know i'm i'm not too critical on bringing bringing you know the you know the, the what the, I wouldn't say the fire power, power or the flare players on until later because we were sort of doing a job until you know the 70th minute mark we were sort of due, it was attritional but we were sort of doing a job livermore is so important to that team he is so so important yep. we've got to go out and find a jake livermore in, in his 20s. One thing I was disappointed at, Pete, and, I, and I'm mm-hmm. not calling out our fans, but, what you know, Am- Amza Chowdhury put in a shift for us, I thought, last year, season. You know, he went in at fullback sometimes, he tried, he's a, our fans were booing him. Why are you booing somebody that's gone back to his, the club we had him on loan from? It's not that, you know, if you want to boo somebody, boo Drewsbury Hall, who, was a scummer last season, but I don't get the booing of of Hamza Chowdhury. You know, I, I thought he, you know he sweated blood for us last season. He was one that did care, and a, you know, a good number of fans were, were you know were booing him, which uh, which I thought, which me. I that... thought was disappointing. I thought it
4: was disappointing it does surprise me but obviously as ever you know people express themselves how they express themselves I, I would have said that you know you're absolutely right he had failings in that team but i think everybody had failings in that team and i think we failed to make him look uh, look more than the sum of his individual parts as ever yeah uh, my my favorite phrase of all time as you know and uh, uh, and i'd have hoped you'd have got a decent reception for me and i don't know if you're uh, Dewsbury hall was man of the match by a country mile, where we've, to, to my mind, we lost that game. Yes, Vardy's always going to be literally the proverbial fox in the box, but it, it was two set pieces effectively, but obviously he broke through, et cetera. But it was in the midfield. I thought they overran us. I think, you know, if you look at Ndidi and, and you look at, at Dewsbury Hall, they shouldn't be playing in the championship anymore. And I wow. appreciate that everybody would be sucking air through their teeth about me talking about an ex-one of those guys up the road there. But he just absolutely moved it around my frustration tactically was that at no point did he walk off the pitch with a you know with a dice-shaped stud mark on on him somebody to let him know you're in a game here because he basically just had the run of the place and nobody was there to pick him up at all and that in fairness that includes livermore i have to say you know some somebody has to go in there and go you know if you do that again you'll be on the end of you'll be on the end of one It's not nice football. It's the dark side of it. But sometimes if somebody's there, you've got to do what you can to reduce them. It's a frustrating defeat today because, you know, and I appreciate looking at the table that way madness madness lies. But uh, we'd have been, you know, it, had we got a win, and it was against top of the table Leicester. It was never likely, but we'd have been, we'd have been three points off of the playoffs, yeah. which would have been silly. Uh, but the problem's going to be this season, us looking back at a number of opportunities to climb the table and not taking it. You mentioned it. Norwich is the more viable one. They got a result today, so they've stepped above us. But they've been having a, a very bad yeah, time. Hit miss. Our, They're uh, hit and miss. Our, yeah. Our, well. Our opposition view will be coming out. I think it's at ten or ten thirty tonight because obviously it's a Tuesday game. We recorded uh, we recorded it in, in in midweek, and you know he was literally saying, you know, Dave, David Wagner's position if he didn't beat QPR would be very much yeah. at risk. Now obviously he's got a result, so we're there. But that really does become a you know a, a game to to try to you know kind of claw something out. Out of the out of this week, most certainly,
1: Greg. Thank you for hanging on yeah, there, mate. I really no appreciate problem. it. Pete, I was just going to ask you, Drusby Hall. Is the, the the thing you mainly like about him? Is uh, village people moustache? Is, <laughs> is that what draws you to him? Did he have a? Did he have a? Did he have that? Yeah, yeah.
4: I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I'd have seen it, obviously that would yeah, have been yeah. it. No, I think I prefer. I think I preferred his uh, ability to drift into spaces, get the ball, turn, and pass yeah, it complained. forward in a in a in a way that you know kind of just opens up the gaps. They got a bit more pace than us, and I think he found it very yeah, well I indeed. That. So I there we that. go. All right, mate. There we go. All right, mate. Well, Lovely to speak you, to you. Have a safe see drive you, back, mate. everybody. Great. Cheers, mate. fella. Hi, this is Jay Demerit, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast.
2: Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. <laughs> at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms supply. See mcdonalds.com.
1: This is Neil Cox. We do not scratch our eyes. Thank you very much to all the Watford supporters. Lovely stuff. Let's get across to
4: Katie. Anybody wanting to have, have their say, as ever, just press the request button. Katie? If you are there, Katie, of course, is at university in Leicester. So, uh, you know, let's face it, there would have been local bragging rights on this today. Katie, how you doing?
6: I'm good. Yeah, just um, driving back now, so I'm going back to London tonight from the game. But
2: hello, Katie. How are you?
6: Hello, <laughs> I'm good. You're all
2: right. So um, you went today,
6: yeah. yeah? Yeah, I'm just driving back because so I'm going back to London tonight. Right. Um, but, yeah, no, I thought I was disappointed at the end with the result. I feel like we did deserve, I mean, we didn't deserve to win, but I think a draw would have been fair. I think we, I don't think, again, Leicester were all that. I have watched a bit of Leicester this season, and even in, they have, I don't, I'm not going to discredit them, they have done well in their games, but they are not this flashy side that win 5-0 every week. You know, they have this tactic where they're all their Their team is full of players who have very high fitness levels and can play at high intensity for 90 minutes. Every game they've played, they've run the other team dry. The first half, the first 45 minutes was end-to-end. We were exhausted. You saw, even in the 30th minute, you could see everyone huffing and puffing. But it's up and down the pitch, it's fast paced, it's, it's everything. And then what happens is the team then start to drop off around 60th minute and then they can snatch goals back. I think that is how it works for them. And when you are playing teams that don't have that high level of fitness, it works. And I think, you know, look at Int in the 50th, 60th minute, he couldn't even run at one point. He was so out of breath. He was so, literally, he was huffing and puffing. And I just thought, oh my gosh, he needs to come off. He can't keep up with this. And it was only then when Kone and Espilla and Martins came on with the fresh legs, they were suddenly up there, you know, making these, getting the pace back in the pitch. And I just thought that was a game changer. It was just unfortunate that we had to go a goal down to see them come on, because I think if we had added that pace when there was already pressure, it would have been a lot easier. I just, I think overall, I was disappointed with Blackburn, the red card. I think someone as a captain of a team... You know, you can't be doing that. It's not how you should be leading your team. I think something might have to be done about that. And I'm kind of happy that he's now gonna be out because that means that we will have Hammer and goal, which I just think will be he just he looked better against Rotherham. I think there was more composure. I also think we struggled to even get the ball in the final third. So many times we're playing the ball out from the back. But we can't even. Our midfield was non-existent. We couldn't even. We couldn't even play the ball through. So at the end of the day, the ball wasn't even getting to Semmer or in the box at the end of the, at the end of the game. And it was just. It was disappointing because I thought it's obviously this isn't working. We can't get the ball up there. Why? So why do it play out from the back? Just do long kicks because they were winning headers. And I think that would have been a completely different. Could, you know, could have got goals that way. And I just think. It wasn't working and it took too long for us to figure it out how to change it. But in the last 10 minutes, you know, we had chances and we were on the front foot. And I just thought that we deserved more. And I wish that we'd gone with a bit of a fight and a bit of a, you know, Jamie Vardy on the bench. The first half, we should have scored. We didn't. OK, it's fine. Then they put Vardy on. They go one nil up. You, You basically know it's finished by then. So I think we should have just been a bit more pushy from the beginning, and we could have come up with a completely different re- result. I don't think we should hang our heads and, like, you know, want to boost morale. I think we should be happy with that. But I think individuals again just need to be looked at.
2: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I can disagree with anything you said, Katie. I think that's, uh, I think that's all spot on. You're coming back to London. Does that mean you're going to the game on Tuesday? <laughs>
6: No, I'm literally going back up on Monday. It's only because I've got I'm going to a concert with my dad tonight, so I'm going back for that.
2: What are you seeing?
6: Um, cigarettes after sex.
2: Beg your pardon. <laughs> I, I, I beg your pardon. I must be too young or too old in the I, I don't think I've ever, I've ever heard of this. But uh...
4: I, I can assure you, Justin, you are definitely not too young. No, I, think I think we can, you. I think we can put that that particular debate to bed. Yeah, it's, Katie, it's lovely to actually hear you.
2: Well... Yeah. Peter, have you heard of of cigarettes after sex or
4: Is that too personal a question? Well, I'm a a 40-a-day man. Oh, sorry. Yes. Uh, No, No, never. Never. No idea.
2: Yes. Right. I'll leave you to it as you're back in. I'll hang around in case you have any more technological problems. Well, no, that's fine. You stay around. Hello. hello. I'm so sorry about all the technical shenanigans.
4: Now, people guess what i did i did the old it trick of turn it off and turn it on again hopefully it seems to be working I even get to hear katie oh katie how's everything going with uh, with voices of the vic i don't know if you've heard the uh, the world versus carl but mike came on and didn't cover himself in glory but uh, but ben ayton has certainly recovered for uh, for voices i think uh, i think he came on and did a fine job have you had a chance to listen to it yeah yeah
6: i did i did have a listen to them and they were really good i really enjoyed them
2: you know what that means don't you katie
6: <laughs> what?
2: It means you'll come on, right?
6: Oh, God.
2: <laughs> Go on.
6: I'll be rubbish. Uh, what? Worse than Carl? Probably. <laughs> Is there
2: anything else you want to say, Katie, or are you off your cigarettes after sex now?
6: Uh, no, I just... Yeah, I I think we shouldn't be too disheartened. I think individuals, men especially, should be looked at. But apart from that, I think it was almost a draw. It was, you know, we just got unlucky. But I do think... We should have just been a bit more on edge, a bit more fight. You know, you come to a place like Leicester, it's a tough team. You know, they're doing really well. And we had the upper hand, you know. we They had lost two games. And I just think we didn't come with that bit of, like, edge that we should have had. But apart from that, like, can't fault it. It was a good game.
2: Superb. All right, Katie. Safe journey back. Enjoy your concerts. hope Katie. that's all good for you. And uh, we'll catch up with you soon. And maybe we'll see if you're going to come on the World versus Carl at some point. <laughs> No pressure though, all right? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, all right, excellent. It's been great to speak to you. Thank you for coming on.
6: Yeah.
2: Uh, Excellent, right. I'm going to try and bring in Uncle Ron. I'm also just going to see what Peter's sending me because he's sending me messages. Are you there? Uh, It's not working today. Okay, right, fine. So once we've finished taking calls, I will hand back to Peter who will be doing the the five-word reviews, etc. Let's see if I can remember how to bring people in. I haven't done this for a very long time. Uncle Ron, you should be connecting, hopefully. Let's see. It's spinning away there. Oh, God. This has probably been the most technically... He's there. I'm here. Um, How are you, my (sighs) friend? It's all right. So, someone
0: hasn't been mentioned today. Can you guess who it... Oh, he has. Rich mentioned him, but uh, I'm going to... Yeah. right. Right. Go on. So, I'm not going to use any language, a bad language, to describe him but daniel backman is the worst goalkeeper in watford history. He is the that worst. That is a goalkeeper. bold claim. Yes,
2: very bold yes. claim. I hope you've got the minerals to back I, up.
0: indeed. I I've seen uh, Perry Suckling, Perry Digweed, Richard Lee, Simon Shepherd and Backman is by far the worst. By far the worst he is a very poor goalkeeper technically. But worse than that, he is, again, I shall measure my words, extremely petulant and lets the team down time and time again by his ridiculous yellow cards for arguing with the referee, which resulted in the second the sending off. Obviously, the second yellow was for bringing down the Leicester player. But if he hadn't of argued with the referee, he wouldn't have received the first yellow card. But we've seen this... Time and time again. And people need to call this out. They need to call the owner out because I said this before, no other owner in world football would have given him a five-year contract. He had a year left on his deal. He had a very poor last season. No other owner would have given him a five-year deal. Giveable. Yeah. It's unforgivable from Pozzo. And... I've had enough of it. I've had enough of it. The game almost, the defeat, doesn't mean anything to me. I find it quite humiliating, not for myself, but for other people, sort of intimating that this was some sort of valiant defeat, as if this was Hemel Hempstead losing to Real Madrid. This is how low the club has sunk, and maybe one day people (sighs) will
2: wake up. Maybe one day. There's quite a lot to pick out there. So, I mean, obviously, having a goalkeeper as a captain, he has got to go and argue points that he sees as being unfair, right? He has got to he has got to go and call things out to referees when he thinks things aren't fair, right? Are you still there, Ruth? Uh, I'm still here. Yes, I'm just right. muting myself because uh, you're muting yourself. i around, um,
0: but I shall respond. Okay, gotcha.
2: Yes, as I say, so, so, so it's been a while since I've done this. <laughs> And yeah, I mean, we know he's a bit hot headed and a bit petulant, but I don't know if we could say he's the worst goalkeeper we've ever seen at Watford. I think, as a shot stopper, he's very good. I think he is a player that actually cares. And, you know, last season there weren't many of those around. I think we're seeing a bit more of that this season, but I think he cares about Watford. I think. He kind of gets, he kind of gets Watford. The five-year contract thing at the time, I balked at. I thought that was too long. <clears throat> there has to be maybe a better option than that. But that's where we are. We're going to get to see Hamer again now, aren't we? Because he's suspended for—is it one game? I don't know how many games he's suspended for. Two yellows. I suspect it's one game. But yeah, I mean, it's a, there's a lot to pick out there, Rupert. I, I'm not sure. Does anybody think we've had a worse goalkeeper than Daniel Backman? If you think that we have, put it into the comments below and we'll speak about that at the end when Peter takes back over again. If you can think of a goalkeeper that's worse than Daniel Backman, I, I certainly don't think he's been our worst goalkeeper.
4: But If by me voicing this, everything crashes again, then I'll stop. But uh, I have to say, Rupert, I think your uh, your memories of Simon Shepherd and Perry Digweed, I would suggest are rose-tinted. I would certainly put Backman way above them I think though we have been over the years possibly spoiled a little bit with the quality of the goalkeepers that we have had you know I mean going back to Andy Rankin and you know Steve Sherwood wasn't considered to be somebody who was going to take the number one shirt but when he he did so with distinction for a period and it took Tony Coton to oust him and Kevin Miller and, you know, uh, uh, Ben Foster and all of these players, you know, the, this is a high watermark. And then you add people like Alec Chamberlain, Aurelio Gomez and Almunia to it. It's probably a high bar to kind of match any of those. But I would definitely see your Simon Shepherd and raise you know raise you a damn backman, I think, in the order of things, most certainly. Scott
0: Loach, there's another one that wasn't exactly gifted, I don't think. They were poor goalkeepers. Simon Shepherd was a very bad goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. but he wasn't petulant he didn't pick up yellow cards constantly for arguing with referees and let his team down from due to petulance and his personality but is that you part of have the to... captain though is that part of him being a captain what getting yourself sent off well arguing with referees mm. yeah no, I... no i'd say arguably it's the opposite if you're a captain you don't run to the halfway line to to argue with a referee because that will only result in a yellow card. So I completely disagree. But is his petulance rather than his goalkeeping, though? Both, the two combined, make him the worst goalkeeper in Watford history. The two combined. There you go. There you go. Let's go
4: to Neil and see whether or not we can we can kind of <laughs> kind of kind of get through to uh through with any more without any more challenges hopefully let's add Neil in and justin let me know if if you're about Hi, you hear me, Peter? i I can hear you, which for today trust me is nothing short of a minor technological miracle how you doing
3: yeah I'm just on the uh the Leicester ring road right um, that's my first away game this season because I told you guys before I had an injury to my leg earlier on this season, so I came across from Birmingham been working all um, right up to 60 odd minutes or so I think we were neck and neck with them I don't think there was much in it at all and then of course Mr Vardy came on and did his thing what I'd like to say about Backman is he certainly kept us in the game up until that point but what I was concerned about is if you're a goalkeeper who's also an international goalkeeper if you mm-hmm. if if the striker has rounded you and you've got no basic chance, if you've got to take yourself, if you take him out, you're going to be off. So you, you've got to know that you get you know he should know that, and of course he knows that. If I take him out, I'm off, and if I'm off, if I'm out, and then I, I'm going to cause my team. I'm the captain. I'm going to cause my team possible grief if anything happens to Ben in training before. Re- Oh, Tuesday's game. So what you got, you know, he should be saying to himself, look, if it's 2-0, it, we haven't let ourselves down. We've put in a good shift and, and we held on to the league leaders for such a long time. So it is what it is. But don't, for God's sake, take him out. And then that we've got the consequences now that go with that. Because like I say, if, ben, if it is one match ban, which I think it is, doesn't it? For two yellows, it would be. It was last season for him. And if he does... Yeah, it
4: should be a one-match game.
3: Yeah. But then again, another thing that Ron might like this, the fact that if he's out and Hamer does a great job in as deputising, like he did last week, against different opposition, of course, give him a run. But for the captaincy thing, I'm old school, I think. Goalkeepers, they shouldn't be captains. Yeah. It's not lots coming out to discuss things with the referee. What's the point in that anyway? It's not going to get reversed. So why? Why bother in the first place? But uh, captain, they should be in the thick of it. That's where they need to be because they need to be talking to the players that are around them. And, you know, how can Batman... The the, the thing with Batman
4: is is that he is, and when Justin and and Ron were talking about it there, you know, the captain is now supposed to be the only member of the team who talks to the referee. But he is stuck right back there you know right right the way back there so he has to kind of run during stoppages of play to come out to perform that task and and therefore there was I think it was against Stoke where he kind of ran out to 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 remonstrate about whatever and he ended up catching the the referee by the shirt to almost stop himself and he got booked for it (laughs) so it's in a way it's the fact that we've got somebody who is who this season and this this particular rule about the, the captain being the only person who should be talking to the referee coming in this season, this idiosyncrasy m- means that he's having to do that. And I'm not, not apologising, you know, this is for his first yellow. He's come out and he's yeah. done that. I agree with you. I think the decision-making to go to ground when he did wasn't the best in the long term, bearing in mind it was in the last knockings. But as I said, at that point, it was one nil. Yeah. Maybe he's got to do it. Who knows? Who knows? It's, uh, yeah. it, it, it's a tricky one. Norwich got a result today, but other than that, they've been having a bad run. Neil, what are your thoughts about Tuesday with presumably Hamer in goal again? Would you start the starting 11 today again? Would you bring loser back into the starting 11, or would no, you do something no, else in no, midfield?
3: At home on Tuesday, I'd start with the go get them gang. The go get them gang is, is the Cone and Martin's. And That That's the go get a goal gang. That you can see that today. Everybody else was just like, not, you know, they were, it, it just, at some stages it looked like we were playing for a draw. And obviously we probably weren't, but looks, a couple of stages it looked like we did. And then once we went down, he threw on the go get them gang. Get the go get them gang on right from the beginning, get ourselves a couple of goals up, maybe before half time. And then that's the game settled, as far as I'm concerned. But the thing is, as well, is just quickly going back to captain. I've been working in West Brom all week, and a lot of the guys in the depot, West Brom supporters, they gutted about Livermore. They loved him.
4: I think Livermore has taken a long time to come good, but you know, since yeah. that last international break, he seemed, you know, he's filling in and he's doing that space. He's doing that bit in there, yeah. you know, really well, yeah. and it's good to see. In a way, it's good to have a player who suddenly we miss because. You know, you can go, ah, you can actually understand his his, his value to the piece. It's just one of those. I can understand why, you know, we saw from Andrew this week with regards to the signings last January and various issues going on and, you know, what happened because the money was spent on Ferreira rather than anybody else, but Livermore was lined up and didn't come. You know, you can imagine he would have done us a a goodly amount and he would have already been here. And who knows, it may have made a difference to 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 have had him. Uh, unfortunately, the recruitment yeah. hasn't been great. So, you know.
3: No, I'm going to go for a home win on Tuesday.
4: Good stuff. Good stuff. I
3: think you, I think there's more, like I say, there's more of a go-get-a-goal game when Kone's involved. He scored, he scored for Canada the other night,
2: didn't he? Oh, did he? I'm, yeah, I haven't he seen that. The Excellent. Can, the Cannons yeah. went off behind the goal as the goal went in. I thought that was a great
3: right, but did, did you notice they don't pronounce it? Kone,
2: commentator, called him
3: kone I think you said the way you pronounced it. Yeah it's a bit yeah. surprising but no it's good lovely goal as
2: well. Yes I did see it. I think we should introduce cannons going off behind the goal when a when a goal is scored. I think that's a great thing. I think that's, that's
3: an
4: I think that's an excellent idea and and if the, if the goals go scoring the other way what we start doing is aiming those cannons at various players. I think I think an element of jeopardy would, would go an awful long way that would be good. That yeah would certainly be good Neil sir thank you as ever have a great Saturday night.